Welcome to another Hometime Show podcast. Welcome, one and all. How many, what number are we at now in terms of shows? Oh, where do you think we are? There's a question. Uh, because I don't know the answer, I'm going to speculate. Uh, and I'm going to go with... So we started uh, towards end of September. Live maths for you. <laughs> October's got 31 days. November's got 30 days. Do you That's know that little rhyme? Six, yeah, 30 days, half September, April, April June, May, and, and November. November. Hey, now that rhyme. that you have asked me to do that rhyme, I've had to suspend my counting. Oh, no, so you've had to 60, delete it. 60, but take off a few for weekends, so 50. I'm going to say that we've done 48 shows. 48 shows. OK, well, well, we'll check that out in a bit. We'll have a little look into that. I'm hoping our producer's looking at it right now. No, he's not. No. no. All right, fair enough. Well, cheers for getting involved with that, producer Adam. It was always good to have the backup. <laughs> Uh, we, we've had so many different comments in about uh, what the different types of uh, listeners should be. Still getting them in now. Yeah. Someone mentioned Takeaway and someone else as well, didn't they, earlier on? Yeah, you put a really good system to me on Friday when I was driving up in the car, and I'm not sure I've remembered it. Well, we read them all out on Friday, and basically what we're talking about here, there's people who just listen to the podcast. What do we call them? There's people who just listen to the live show, but maybe not the podcast so much. What do we call them? Hmm. Any suggestions? Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Richie, a quick summary of what is in this show they're about to hear. Dispute. Joe Lysett. That's it. It's pretty brief. (laughs) Here it is. They're the highlights for Richie. Uh, Do sleep well, don't have nightmares. Here's the show. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Offspring on Absolute Radio. It's Hometime with Andy Bush and Richie Firth. It is a Tuesday. Good to have you on board. Got a busy old show for you lot today. Got Joe Lyser on just after six, talking about his brilliant new DVD. Uh, And of course, Tesco Mobile's little helper will be here. But Richie, you've not seen him so far. Looking Uh, forward to that today. Sounded good. Maybe you'll get to meet him. I'd like that. He'll be here just after half five. Uh, meanwhile, like I said earlier on, we started arguing on this show, same time yesterday actually, just so you can get it again, uh, about this whole thing with the Celebrations Advent Calendar. A lot of people, inconsolable that they started with Bounty behind door one of the Advent Calendar. A contentious decision. Yeah, a lot of people saying Christmas is ruined, although we had a load of people get in touch saying, what's wrong with Bounty? I love Bounty, give mm. it more. Uh, we've had a statement from the people at Mars who make the Advent Calendar celebrations, which is an amazing thing. Yeah. The power of radio, ladies and gentlemen. And a spokesperson for Mars has put forward this statement to explain it. Every year we enjoy seeing the debates rage about the nation's favourite celebrations. But in truth, the celebrations mix is carefully designed so it is perfect for sharing. After all, Christmas is a time to spend with loved ones. Okay. I mean, it's a carefully worded statement, isn't it? Very carefully worded. But when you draw out some of the findings, it actually does make it a little bit more understandable. So you've got eight different types of celebrations. They've sent this table across with the actual press thing, which is unbelievable. Maltesers, Galaxy, Galaxy Caramel, Twix, Milky Way, Snickers, Bounty and Mars. And then if you divide the... The uh, the population up into age ranges, 18 to 24, 25, oh. 34. Oh, how far back am I going to be on this? It's going to make me sick. 35, 44, you're in the middle. Uh, 45, 54, and then 55 plus. This is where it gets interesting. Yeah. The bounty is the seventh out of eighth for 18 to 24-year-olds, so not very popular. 25, 34 jumps up to sixth place. Wow. 35, 44, bounty jumps up to fifth. <laughs> 4554 <laughs> bounty's now in fourth place and 55 plus the oldies love the bounty it's in second place in at number 2 but the most wow. interesting thing for us as food 
Connoisseurs. Connoisseurs. I don't think connoisseur is the wrong word for this. When we put together our celebrations advent calendar yesterday, on Christmas Day, we put two Maltesers. Yeah. Would you believe yep. Maltesers is in number one position no matter what the age? I think it's a message from above, Richie, that if we were to get into the chocolatier trade, <laughs> we'd be pretty damn good. So there you go. The older you get, the more into bounty you are. Sorted. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. It's the Pretenders on Absolute Radio's Home Time with Annie Bush and Richie Firth. Now that we've sold the Celebrations Advent Calendar debate, I think we're ready for Christmas. Yeah. I notice you certainly are. Over the weekend, I'm seeing pictures of your tree up. I thought I knew you. I never had you down as a first couple of days of December Christmas tree Yeah. It doesn't fit for me with Bran Bush. I don't understand <laughs> it. It's not on brand. Well, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but Sunday. We did it Sunday. Uh, tree decorations, the whole lot up. It's too early. I've got a little eight-year-old nagging at me now, so I'm not in charge of my own household, do you know what I mean? So I know you have, but, I mean, I, I, you're a strong-willed man. I, I still, I'm still, i still very, very surprised. What, I think what's you've gone view? too early. What's your, too early. your view on the, the time that this should be done? When, when do you normally go? Earliest would be this coming weekend. I'd say ideal would be the weekend after. Let me have a look at the calendar here. You're saying 8th stroke 9th of December. I'm saying at earliest 8th stroke 9th. I'm saying probably conventionally 15th, 16th. That means at most, depending on how much you spend on the tree or whatever, you're going to get two and a half weeks, three weeks out of that tree. Is that no, what because saying? you then keep it up for the 12 days after Christmas as well. Okay. If you go in the 12 days after Christmas and then you take it down on that 12th night, then you'd maybe want a week leading up beforehand, which is why I would say the 15th, 16th is optimum. You've gone too early. You reckon I've gone too early? Uh, way too early. I reckon people right now, as we speak, are in two different camps, yeah? You're either... I'm going to call them up for it, as in that the Christmas tree's already up. <laughs> I'm in that. Or not up for it, and you haven't put it up yet. Yeah. I say get it up there, and don't. I don't need to worry about it now. Everyone else is going to be panicking. You're going to be doing the lumberjack walk with a tree over your shoulder, <laughs> you know, on the 18th or whatever. I've got that all sorted now. We'll find out, I think you'll be surprised. Get in touch. Have I gone too soon? Let me know. Maybe you're in the same camp. 8, 12, 15. Swayed on the way. Shopping for however you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. So we've had quite, it's been quite an argumenty start of the show, hasn't it? A lot of arguments. <laughs> yes. Uh, Richie's reckons that I have gone too early, gone too soon with my Christmas tree and decorations. You absolutely have. Sunday the 2nd of December we put ours up, put it up on Sunday. I, I'm just saying that the United Kingdom is in two camps. The up for it, the people who've already got the Christmas tree up like me, or the not up for it. Bush, I'm in the not up for it camp. We've always put it up on the 10th, my mother's birthday, an old family tradition. We take it down on the 10th. That's Jay the ground worker. Get it up now, you don't need to worry about it. Dave Rose says, Bush, too soon, man. Richie's right, we've got a real tree. Won't bite until next weekend. Needles will be everywhere. I'm with Richie on this one. I know they don't last that long, do they? No, but they I've don't. gone for a fakie, first year oh. ever, with a fakie. Right. I'm playing the long game. It costs quite a lot of money, so hopefully by <laughs> 2026, it'll start, you know, earning itself back. Uh, let's go to the phones and say hi to Ashling. Hi there. Hey, good to have you on. Tell us about your theory and your approach to doing the whole Christmas tree thing. Yeah, so I like to have a real Christmas tree if possible, but I also want it up as, as soon as. Um, so my argument with my boyfriend has been that if we, you know, if we really treated ourselves, really went for it and got maybe a £40 tree, put it up on the 1st of December and then carried that through till, say, you know, 12 days of Christmas afterwards, so 6th of January, mm-hmm. I, I'm working out that, you know, I really want to get my value for money, my VFM, 
So I'm thinking that's about one pound, just over a pound a day to have a Christmas tree. So I'm really getting bang for my buck. Really, really good point, because Richie was talking about leaving his till maybe a couple of weekends' time. Richie's Mm. tree is going to cost more per day because of the fact he's leaving it later. Don't you agree, Ashling? I do agree. And I think, you know, you can't get enough of Christmas, you know, enough Christmas tree and that smell in the house. Yes, look, I, I like your value for money thing, but a real tree going up now that's staying up until the 12th day of Christmas is going to be naked come January. <laughs> I don't care. It's all about the principle. I don't really care. It's going to be up there with the Christmas lights and everything. Hey, good to speak to you. And that just happens to be the title of Richie's forthcoming autobiography, Naked by January. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. This hour of the show started with Advent Calendar Chat. Should we end it with Advent Calendar Chat? I need to update you on the homemade one that my wife is lovingly putting together at home every day of December. That is amazing. Just explain one more time if people missed it yesterday, because it's a lovely story. Last year, I bought her the Liberty beauty advent calendar Mm -hmm. she's kept last year's and over the 12 months since she's been putting things back in that old one in the little drawers ready for an advent calendar for me this year so every single day is an individual present that she's put in there and fair to say a varying level of excitement and standard (laughs) so to remind you no offense day one was a 20 minute hand moisturizer treatment okay we got there had to write that one down (laughs) and day two that's not a bad start not a bad start and i appreciate all of these. Day two, I think we'll have to say this is a present for her. It's a shaving apron to stop me from shaving bits of hair onto the bathroom floor and never clearing them up. So, a bit of a downturn there. Slightly yeah. took the edge off the celebration of day one. Day three, she goes through the roof. Voucher for a steak. I'm very happy with that. Has she peaked too soon on day three? <laughs> well, day four, as I opened the drawer this morning, it's a pair of pants. Oh, you're joking me. No, I'm not. I'm not joking you. I can't work out whether these are actual presents or she's just kind of making a couple of hints about you know, you need to get your act together. Well, on that one, in fairness, a couple of gussets have gone recently, so the fleet the fleet is low. The fleet. So it did, it did need uh, topping up. Don't so. ruin Christmas for all of us, Richie. <laughs> so, because if you look at it, right, hand stuff, yep. shaving stuff, yep. you know what I mean? And then this thing with pants, is she telling you to get your act together or what? <laughs> and and uh, softening me up with a steak on one of the days. Exactly, like a little sweetener. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what we've done is put this into a little graph and we're going to chart this as we go, because you've got no idea what's behind the I've door no tomorrow. no idea at all. Uh, grading so far, what are we going to go with, just so people can see it on the graph? Hand sanitizer, not sanitizer, hand moisturizer, 6 out of 10. Yeah. Shaving apron, 5 out of 10. Yeah. Voucher for the steak, 10 out of 10, through the roof. Top drawer. Pants, you might be expecting me to go one. I'm actually going three. Really? I do need them. Do need them. So there's still room to go further down. <laughs> Yeah, we haven't bottomed out yet. We have not bottomed out yet. If you have a little look on Twitter at Absolute Radio, we're putting this together a little bit like, you know, in the uh, Financial Times. Yes. We're going to be doing that like a little graph. Let's see where it goes tomorrow. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So Richie's wife has made an improvised advent calendar each day, a new present behind each door. And we're kind of grading them as we go. And you know Richie? Today's present, just remind everyone... Pair of pants. Pair of pants. Uh, producer Adam has just made a very, very insightful point. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has asked you, how many pants was it? Just pair. Just one pair. 
which means that if she's bought some form of a pack of pants, they ain't going to be on their own, are they? <laughs> it's going to be in a pack of three or four. And Adam points out that you may be getting more pants down the line. I, I would expect to wait another seven days or so before we get another pair of pants. Would you remember when we put together our own version <laughs> of yeah. the uh, celebrations advent calendar, we put an entire week of bounties to get them out of the way? Because of you guys now, every day I'm going to be going downstairs <laughs> thinking, is it pants again? <laughs> Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. My apologies if I appear to be distracted today. I'm distracted by a leak. Right. Uh, a leak in my kitchen. Now, you showed us a photo of this last night at the tail end of the show. Did your other half send you the photo of it happening? Yeah, yeah. So I get home and I'm wanting to obviously have a look. We've got a leak in our kitchen roof. Just a small little leak, but obviously, you know, you, it's, it's not a good thing to have in a house. Not a good thing to have anywhere. And also, I, I think with a leak as well, it's ongoing. So when yeah. you're studying now, I don't want to freak you out, but that's still leaking. You're, you're quite correct. Isn't it? When I'm lying there last night in bed, waking up in the middle of the night, I'm thinking... Is the house still standing? It's still leaking. <laughs> What's happening with the kitchen? Yeah. Get downstairs this morning, I rush downstairs, I look at it and kind of think, oh, no, I don't think that's got any worse, actually. I think we're all right. So the plumber's coming over tomorrow morning, first thing. So looking forward to uh, hopefully getting some kind of resolution on the leak. But I am somewhat put off by it. But what has now progressed is my thoughts have now gone on, I guess really, to admiring the work of the plumber. Yeah, because I guess you only really evaluate these things when you're in a sticky situation, when you're in a bit of a fix. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because here's the thing, right? Why is that thing still leaking? That is because I'm not a plumber. I think there are certain trades mm -hmm. as... An average Joe, you could look at it and think, I'll have a go at that, see if I can fix that first. But plumbing is one that I would not want to have a try at, because if it all goes wrong, suddenly I've got a water feature in the kitchen. It's not what I want. Now, if you listen to last night's podcast, we got into slightly murky territory trying to come up with top three trades. Well, I then put electrician second, because you see, once again, not really something I'd want to have a go at, risk of that one, you know, it could kill you, to be quite frank. But surely more essential in terms of life or death, the electrician, than the plumber, would you say? I don't think so. You don't I, think no, so? I don't think so, no. Because I could choose to have uh, candles to light my house <laughs> if I wanted. Do. But I'm still going to want running water. That's a very good point. What did you go for for number three? In Carpenter. Really? Because there's, there's, there's a, a skill in that, isn't there? there you know, is. If you're whittling a piece of wood, once again, I'd make a right old mess of that. But this is like down to the criteria of how we're putting together the list here for top three trades. What are you working from? Stuff that's tricky to do or life and death type situation? It's a mixture of both, Andy. It's what I think I could have a go at myself. Right. Uh, and the punishments if it goes wrong. Uh, and also the necessity to have. So that is why my top three trades, after thinking about it for 24 hours, plumber, electrician, carpenter. I'm going to throw my hat in the ring and go electrician, plasterer, which is an art in itself. Yeah. My, I don't know about anyone else's parents. My dad, whenever he goes into a new room, he always, always rubs the uh, plaster work. Look at that. Oh, that's flush. Absolutely flush. Plaster at second, plumber in third. Again, not life or death. You're putting plumber behind a plaster. I am because I think swishing around all their stuff. There's an artisan element to it. Have your say on this now. We're going for this. Top three <laughs> trades, eight, twelve, fifteen. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We're talking top three trades. Have we got ourselves into this? <laughs> uh, Richie, what did you go for again? I went for plumber number one, I went electrician two, and then I went carpenter three. I went electrician one, plasterer two, plumber three, life and death, that kind of thing. Uh, some people coming back now. Kip says, 
I won't say the first word because it's a swear. He says, where's the bricklayers, Richie? I, I could lay bricks, is uh, how I would come back to Kip. You'd have a go at that? You'd be all right with that? Yeah, cement, bricks, put them together, fine. Okay, fantastic. Eddie Brown says, neither would be able to work without the best trade of the lot, the HGV lorry driver. Not a trade. You're not having that at all? No. Denied. Steve says, electrician has to be top because get that wrong and someone dies, whereas with plumbing, someone just gets wet. <laughs> Simple as. <laughs> of gifts for everyone to make Christmas special. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. I have a leak at home in my kitchen, hence why I've probably put the plumber top. I've gone electrician second, carpenter third. For me, I've gone electrician first, the plasterer, the artisan at number two, <laughs> the plumber at number three. Laura and Dave on the M4 say, hello, this has caused much discussion in the car on the M42 car park at the moment. Our top three would be, I love how people are getting involved in this. Number one, electrician. I can wire a plug in less than three minutes, so that's about it. Number two, gas fitter. I trained to be a plumber before I went to uni so I could mess with water, but gas is a whole different set of regulations. And three, double laser i'd just break it <laughs> fair enough at least you've done the processing and the uh, paperwork on that let's go to the phones and say hi to brad brad what's your view on this hi mate uh yeah i totally agree with richie bush you have not got a clue mate any any some <laughs> dick and can become a plasterer really i think there's like an artisan thing to it like i said earlier on my dad always goes into a new house and feels the walls and says look at that job yeah that's, that's, nah anyway two years to become a plumber three years to become guest qualified it's, a, it's an art, mate, to become a plumber, I'm telling you. So you want, you're saying on this show, any Tom, Dick and Harry can plaster? <laughs> yeah, honestly, you stay with someone for two days, you can you can do it. Pick up your trail, pick up a bag of plaster, away you go. Brad, do you think he's been kind of like dazzled a little bit by all their sweeping arcs and all this kind of thing? He can't yeah, see through it, can he? No, of course he can't. They've only got two tools, that's it. Okay, um, <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. And what would you class as the number one trade out of the... We're talking top three here, but what's the number one trade as far as you're concerned, Brad? Uh, plumber, gas fitter. Um, three, I'd probably go electrician. Okay. And just out of curiosity, what trade are you? I'm a plumber, of course. There you go. <laughs> Knew it. Absolutely. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. However you use your mobile, Tesco Mobile is here to help over the festive period uh, with great gifts for you and your loved ones to make Christmas extra... Uh, you to right? make Christmas. Sorry, yeah, my, my mobile is ringing right now. It's my wife. Uh, okay. Extra special. Sorry, Do you need to get it? I probably should just because of all the leak stuff. Um, okay. If you can just carry on. Sorry. I'll pop out. Sorry. And then he's just run out of the studio. This was the same time yesterday that you had to go and get that delivery. Well, I mean, I'll just carry on. Uh, all this week we'll be chatting to Tesco Mobile's little helper, where he'll be giving one listener the chance to receive that one gift that they really wanted. And we can have a really quick chat now with Tesco Mobile's little helper. Uh, we've got him here to speak to you right now. Hello. Hi, it's great to be back again. Did you see Richie run out? Because he just ran out literally about... 30 seconds ago. I thought you said that he was going to be here today. I thought he would be here today, but... Um, He's not here there. I know. He's he, not there. Well, his wife called, so he had to go, so... Has he got a leak, hasn't he, or something? Oh, do you listen to the show? I do, a big fan, yeah. Yeah. Who's your favourite person on the show? I like Richie, thought I've got much. to say. Thought as much. Yeah, it's great to see him getting some time in the spotlight. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I he think needs he, more. He's earned it, hasn't he? He has, way overdue. Okay. Um, way overdue. You obviously work in Lapland with Santa. Do, yes. do you have a favourite reindeer? Yes. Who is Rudolph. which one? 
Rudolph's your favourite yes, one. It is, yes. uh, t- top three reindeer then, because we're doing top three traits. Rudolph. Yeah. Donna. Donna. Blitzen. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and what's your favourite trade? We've been talking about trades and stuff as well. Plumber. Okay, plumber's Definitely the best one. Definitely a good plumber to fix a leak in the kitchen. Brilliant. Well, listen, are you ready to, to give someone an amazing prize? I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Richie will be back. Will he be back? Oh, great. Okay, well, do you just stay there and be right with you, all okay. right? Okay. Well, listen, so making one of our listeners' Christmas oh. wishes come true, Tesco Mobile's little helper is going to be rummaging... Mm. F- Sorry, it's right. I've just got to finish this last bit and then you... And then we'll get Sorry. someone. Yeah. It's okay, it's fine. Uh, through his sack of presents next. And remember, however you do Christmas, everyone is welcome at Tesco Mobile. It's going to happen next. shopping for however you do christmas everyone's welcome at tesco mobile hello still here where's richie I don't know, he took a phone call from his, his wife, Natalie, and then they had got a leak in their house, as you oh, rightly pointed out. stressful. How tall are you? I can just see the top of your head with the bell on the end of it and everything, like with your hat from here. What what height are you? Three foot nine. Three foot nine. Okay, brilliant. Someone else. Uh, would you like to meet our next contestant? Love to. Uh, let's go to the phones and say hello to Amy. Hi. Hi, Amy. How's it going? I'm really good, thank you. Hi, Hi. Have you ever spoken to an elf before, Amy? No, not a real life one. Okay. Well, ah, this one is. It's real life. And uh, I tell you what, if you try and explain it to any of your mates over a few beers, they won't believe you. <laughs> no, I like beer. Like <laughs> uh, Amy, meet Tesco Mobile's little helper and, uh, you know, maybe have a little chat, you guys. So how are you, Amy? I'm brilliant. I'm really looking forward to Christmas. Oh, I bet you are driving to see all your family. <laughs> yes. But you can't drive, can you, Amy? No, no. no. It'll be somebody else driving me. Fifteen driving lessons over 11 years. Yeah. <laughs> but you've never progressed to pass. Nope. And your last lesson was two years ago. Yeah. Well, Amy, we're very pleased to tell you here at Tesco Mobile Elf Headquarters that you are going to go on an intensive driving course to get yourself out on the road and finally see your family. That's so brilliant. Thank Isn't you. It? Wow, we so you're getting, thank you to Tesco Mobile's little helper there, but you're <gasps> going to be getting an intensive driving course. Uh, Amy, how do you feel? Fantastic. Amazing. Um, my partner's going to be thrilled as he won't have to drive me everywhere anymore. <laughs> uh, and Tesco Mobile's little helper, if Amy does well with the driving, <laughs> will she be able to like drive Santa's sleigh now and again or something like that? Uh, that's a different test. You need a few additions to your licence. OK, oh, well, that's a shame. That's just, that is a shame. But uh, Amy, well done. And, and what a brilliant like end to your Tuesday, yeah? It is. It's fantastic. The best Tuesday I've had in a long time. Ah, oh. oh, there you go. You've got a driving lessons booked in and you've spoken to an elf. Yeah. Tesco Mobile's little helper. Thank you so much. If you see Richie, can you send him back in? Yeah, I will do. He, I wouldn't tell him to invoice for today's show. He's barely turned up. Yeah, no, you're absolutely <laughs> right. I like this song. Oh, it's a good song. It's the cure, isn't it? Is it is the cure. Yeah. See you tomorrow then, yeah? Yes. Coming in from four? Yeah. No, 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 it's fine. Just, just leave it a little bit. OK. This is Friday I'm in love on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. 
It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Joe Lysett, welcome to Home Time. Thank you so much. Good to have you here, man. How are you doing? I am very well, thank you. Home Time is my favourite time, so I'm <laughs> thrilled to be here. Of all the times of the day, is that your favourite one? Yes, it is, but Home Time isn't when your Home Time is, because I normally get home about 1, 2 a.m. I was going to say, a comedian's Home Time oh. is, is night time for <laughs> us. Yes, maybe I should sort of uh, put your sh- record your show and put it on as I'm going back. It would actually be like it. a breakfast show for you, I would suggest. Yeah. When you get back late, obviously it's an unusual life, the life of a stand-up comedian, Joe. When you get back late, do you go straight to bed or do you eat things that you shouldn't be eating at that time of night? Yeah, what, what's you your thing it. you do? Well, I'm trying not to eat after shows now because I think that's given me all sorts of heartburn. Um, <laughs> all sorts of heartburn. I, went, I did my show in Nottingham last week and I have a lot of family in Nottingham and so I had a few drinks just like in the show afterwards and then just got a massive pizza in the car on the way home back to Birmingham and felt really horrible about it afterwards. <laughs> I don't think I've ever eaten a pizza in a car. In no, transit. I in transit, either. never. Yeah. It's, an, oh, it's an experience. It's really... A good one? It was okay, actually. It wasn't the best I'd had, and it was too hot. <laughs> and so, like, you kind of... And it, the car's moving, and there's cheese falling all over Strikes me as well as the kind of thing a taxi driver wouldn't like, because they do like putting up their little signs, don't they? Saying, no, no food in this car. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I was in the Ford Fiesta that my friend and tour manager <laughs> was driving, so oh, right. it was absolutely fine. I mean, he wasn't thrilled by it either. <laughs> Your but... tour manager does not have a Ford Fiesta. I don't believe that for no, a second. No, it's my Ford Fiesta that he drives. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Love a Ford Fiesta. Yeah. My mum used to have a Ford Fiesta when we were kids with, a like, an efficiency gauge on it, so if you over-revved, it would go red because you were oh. wasting money. Yeah. Green was the sweet spot, and then amber the other side of it. Yes, I think mine's got that as well. It's a beauty. All the mob cons. <laughs> All the mob cons. It's very glamorous being in, in show business. Mate, it's good to have you on board here. Uh, how are you feeling? Are you quite festive? Are you a festive man? Uh, yeah. No, well, that's obviously no, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, I find, so in Birmingham, they have a Christmas market, and it's every year gets bigger and bigger and more um, sort of, yeah, more in your face. Are these the alpine things in town centres yes. where you can buy a pork sandwich? A pork sandwich and a snow globe and a weird candle and some wood that somebody's <laughs> carved into a spoon. Do you do Elf on the Shelf? I don't actually know what that is. Do you know what Elf... I will tell me about this on this show about a week or so back. Richie, can you explain to Joe what Elf on the Shelf is? It's, uh... Oh, how do I do this do without do? getting into trouble with oh, the parents? Uh, this is one of these... So there's an elf, and he might move around at night. It's real elf. But he's moving around, obviously, because he's keeping an eye on the kids. Are they being good and all this kind of thing? Oh, right. Yeah. Um, it sounds <laughs> awful to me. It sounds awful. <laughs> it sounds like such a waste of time. I'm not surprised this is your reaction to it because um, the first 15 minutes or so of your, your live DVD, mm. I was actually a little bit worried about coming in here because uh, there's a 10-minute savaging of uh, expectant slash new parents, uh, which both, both Andy and myself are. Oh, really? And when we said earlier that we're not really feeling that fresh right now, mm. there is that little bit of fatigue, and I thought oh, there's going to be no you... Joe Lysett sympathy. Well, no, that's wrong, actually. When I wrote the show, I was just in a period of, like, a lot of friends of mine having kids Mm. and doing a lot of um, gross Instagram posting of those kids. (laughs) There's a lot of that goes on, though. Do you know the other one that I really hate as well? When people put on Instagram with... It would be a girl with their boyfriend and it would be like, Sundays with this one. (laughs) This one. I was only talking about that the other day. It's a new way of talking. I'd like to sort of do a parody where it's, like, horrible things with, like... Third degree burns with this one. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not Home Time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
Absolute radio. Now, Joe, we can't have you pop by without talking about your brilliant DVD. Bless you. A brilliant name. I'm about to lose control, and I think Joe Lyson. Yes, little pun name. We'll talk about more, because you've got some other good puns in the locker. We'll talk yes. about this in a minute. Uh, two things I absolutely love about this. Uh, first of all, the, the cover of the <laughs> DVD itself. <laughs> it's you doing... Uh, now, I used to do this face to wind my brother up when I was mm. a kid, where you um, rub yeah, your teeth. Yeah, you sort of rub your teeth on the top. stick yeah. your lip across the top. <laughs> yeah. But you've, you've made... This is your face on the actual front of the DVD, so you can do... A lot of people have been sending you selfies with the disc in front they of their have. face. I love it. An and amazing can... phenomena. I know, and it wasn't intended that. It was all an accident. I They asked me very last minute, we need a picture for the DVD, and I just sent that. <laughs> it's so, great. There was no, and then it's, it's become a sort of accidental promo thing, which I'm thrilled about. And the other thing I love is, is this your artwork on the Yes, that is a painting that I did of Tom Daly, where he is um, <laughs> uh, dropping my name out of his butthole. <laughs> there you go. I couldn't have put it better myself. Yeah. Well, it's fantastic. It though. sounds You're... more graphic than it, than it is. He's got, you know, he's wearing his um, shorts. Is it just my spot or was this by accident? Did you match the back of your mobile phone to go with the shirt you were wearing? Because it looked to oh. me like the iPhone cover you had matched your shirt wow. on the show. What That's a spot. Exact kind I'm of stuff. I'm glad you were focusing on the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up yeah. on jokes. Yeah. Well, I spot everything. <laughs> Joe, don't go anywhere. Uh, we'd like to introduce you to one of our favourite hometown features. Yes, it's coming up next along with a classic from Pulp. Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So one other thing we do on this show, um, Joe, is that we do a thing called British Transport Social Police. Mm. Uh, we have set up our own uniform task force where Richie and I patrol, and we look uh, for kind of annoying behaviour on public transport. And whenever we get a guest on, we always get them to add into the constitution of things that We're we can We're still kind of down. writing it as we speak, aren't yeah. we? We yeah. are. So is there anything uh, that you would like to add into the constitution of things that we can crack down on at the British Public Transport Police to that, that winds you up when people are on buses, trains or anything? Uh, well, it's quite a selfish one, really. My housemate, a great man called Ben, he invented a hashtag, which is hashtag TDFR. Every time he gets the bus, he will attempt to get TDFR, which is top deck, front row. Yes. <laughs> get in. Hashtag TDFR. And he'll do a big filming himself, the build-up of whether he's going to get TDFR. Brilliant. You know, he'll be sort of looking at the other people at the bus stop, whether they're going to be contenders, whether they're going to move fast, all of that. And then if he gets it, a big celebration. And if not, then a, a great sadness. I am now obsessed with TDFR. And it's very rare to get it in London. Very hard to get it in London. It's the place they go to first, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because people go, because you think you're driving the bus. Which side do you normally sit on, incidentally? Up right. The top. Right. So you're going to go right-hand side. Mm. See, I we talked about this before on the show. I go left because you get that whole thing of the trees brushing against your face almost, but stop uh, by the glass. Which is not as fun as imagining that you are the driver. Yeah. All right, yeah. No, yeah. You're, you're right. Fair enough. I suppose what I would, what rule I'd like is that there's always a space for me on any bus so that I can have TDFR. What about the, something, a little sign that says this seat is res- reserved for TDFRers? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, so people who actually do, and maybe you get a, a, a card like a hashtag TDFR. Joe, before we let you go, uh, we'll offer you the chance to uh, sign our visitors' book. Oh, what which a... is such a privilege. <laughs> this that is has, a lovely uh, thing. So far, been uh, taken by Gerard Butler and Darren Brown. Wow, esteemed company. Wow, they. What was Gerard Butler like? He was, he was nice fantastic. Bloke. He had very piercing blue eyes. Mm. Is he fit? Proper fit. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know I, I, I don't consider myself 
a proper man. He's like a proper bloke. Oh. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah, yeah. Gerard could, like, I don't know, if, if, if there was a problem in your house and you need mm. to sort the gas out. Um, Nobody's <laughs> felt compelled to write their address yet, so don't feel don't you have that. to. I'll write my full address and postcode. <laughs> no one's put the date either. No, they haven't. It's all so rude. Stay elusive. You can't, who, uh, is that, Ger- I mean, his signature I promise goes, you I was here He's such a man, it. Gerard Butler's signature goes over three lines. <laughs> State oh, no, that's Darren. And then comments. So, Gerard put... Thank you for letting me take your virginity. He did. God, he's such a man. So rugged. Dar- uh, and Darren, Darren said, thank you for yeah. letting me give it back again. I mean, should I keep the gag rolling? I don't know. What do you say? You, you go your own way, Joe. Yeah. Thank you for letting me take it again. <laughs> this is good. Joe, it's amazing to have you on. Your fantastic DVD's out now. Great thing for Christmas Day, by the way, to watch, because the telly's always terrible. I'm about to lose control, and I think Joe Lysett. Thanks so much for coming to Absolute Radio. Joe Lysett. An absolute pleasure. Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Helen in Bromley says, Bush and Richie, I've just done a, sn- a Scooby Snacks run for some snacks. I thought, get on, I'll buy a scratch card. I've just won myself 20 quid. Oh, wow. It's a sign. Go and buy one. Let us know. Richie, what was the thing, the word, the scientific word that you promised us for this Hitler's toilet? Paleontology. Let me take you to Washington State in the States. So not Washington, D.C., Washington State, top left corner of the United States. West Coast. You got it. An eight-month-old puppy digging a hole in the backyard of his house. Well, not his house, his owner's house. I was going to say, how do you get a mortgage? It's <laughs> a clever dog. Uh, in his eight months. And he has made a discovery. Its owner says that he thought it was unusual that his, his Labrador retriever, Scout, was carrying around what appeared to be a piece of wood or rock for a couple of days. So what is this? Mm-hmm. So he sent photographs of it to experts at the University of Washington's Museum of Natural History and Culture. They then asked to have a look at it on the back of the photos. They've analysed it. Paleontologists have concluded that Scout dug up in the back garden yeah. the tooth of a, of a woolly mammoth wow. that last roamed the earth 13,000 years ago. That is unbelievable. You'd have to say, first of all, hats off to Scout, because that's good digging. That is really good digging. To get 13,000 years down into the earth. How deep is that for 13,000 <laughs> years? It's a lot of digging. That's not because, you know, I think dog owners would back me up on this. Normally they would bring back into the house like a slightly injured pigeon or yeah. something. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly Not that. the kind of stuff that you want. So to bring back this mammoth thing, that's amazing. Gets even better. That tooth now sits on the mantelpiece. Well, he gets to keep it. Yeah, the museum don't want it. <laughs> I know. That's a backhanded compliment, isn't it? <laughs> but, you know, I always think, isn't there a thing that they, they're very close to being able to rebreed mammoths or yeah, something they like are. that? I think it's within the next uh, two years they're expecting to give birth to a mammoth. To give birth to... Is that really true? Yes. Oh, you heard it here first, folks. What was that? Within two years... They're going to give birth to a mammoth. Yes. You're not even joking now. No, I'm not, no. That's amazing. Promise you. Right. I'm going to check it during the song. (laughs) You're going to check it during the song. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. What did you say then that I just completely shot down in flames? The woolly mammoth will be back within the next two years. They're going to give birth to one. And what did you just find out during that song? February the 17th, 
2017, Harvard University said the woolly mammoth will be back from extinction within two years. That means if they're still right on their timing, the woolly mammoth is back in two months' time. Which is unbelievable. Like I say, it's December and stuff it's as well. incredible. This is the best news of the show so far. Thank oh. God the woolly mammoth is back. You what a way to it. close the show. How do you even top that? I feel quite bad for Danielle now. <laughs> She's got to come on air and do her show, her evening show, trying in any way to live up to the news that we've just broken that the woolly mammoth is going to be back. In two months. In two months, folks. She's on the way next. We'll see you tomorrow. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. At the very start of this podcast, thanks for listening, by the way. Very start of this podcast, uh, Richie was trying to guess how many shows we've done so far. Yeah. And producer Adem has the actual number. 32. 32. What? You, you, what? It feels like we've done more. You're counting weekends. I'm counting, yeah, but I subtracted it. I said 47. You're saying there's 32 podcasts. You're counting... Uh, you're not counting Friday's shows. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, so there's more. Yeah. He yeah. shortchanged us there. Yes. Stay with me for some more live maths. Started with live maths. We started on the 24th of September, yeah? Yeah. Yes. Five. Sorry about this, everyone. This is embarrassing. Let me have a look. <laughs> oh, my God. The final indignity after making them listen to us do maths live on this on this little podcast, and then you do that. Sorry. So it was fifty-two. Yeah, we that, just knocking this on the head. <laughs> All we need now is Bill Bailey to play I don't us think out. Bill Bailey should be associated with what's just happened. Take it away, Bill. <laughs> it's the podcast has officially come to an end.